Travel to the main square of one of the Polish cities and see a crowd. Everyone dressed in black, mostly holding black umbrellas. What do you feel? How does the blackness make you feel? Think about standing in the middle of a crowd and being surrounded by everyone dressed in black. Is it a positive feeling? What sort of connection do you feel to the color? What memories and what metaphors does it bring to the mind when you think about black? That powerful blackness, together with a symbol of an umbrella and a coat hanger, is now intertwined with the events that took place in October 2016 in Poland. Poland already has one of the strictest abortion laws in Europe. Abortion is illegal unless one of the three exceptions occurs when the pregnancy is a result of criminally proven rape, if the woman's life is in danger, or the fetus is seriously malformed or carries a serious genetic disorder. The Black Protest was a manifestation against a controversial law reform proposed by a conservative organization and largely supported by the government. If the reform passed, there would be no exception to have the abortion as the proposal stipulated that the prosecutor can drop charges only under extraordinary circumstances, but many experts warned that this would happen only after a police investigation. According to some doctors and lawyers, there was a real chance that even women after involuntary miscarriage would be punished by up to three years in prison, as the reform implied that person responsible for fetal murder, even unintentional, may face criminal charges. Additionally, doctors and human rights activists warned that the new law would effectively put an end to prenatal diagnostics. However, this would happen only if the reform passed, and it didn't, thanks to 143 rallies in different cities and villages across Poland. It didn't pass thanks to 100,000 people who marched on the streets on the 3rd October 2016. How did the day that stopped such reform look like? How did the protest unravel? I asked one of my interviewees. I'm Elżbieta Korolczuk. I'm a sociologist and I work both at the city in Stockholm and at Warsaw University in uh, Poland. And I'm not only academic, but also an activist. I remember that day really vividly. On the 3rd of October, I didn't really expect so many people. I felt like, you know, it's Monday, it's raining, it's cold, it's three o'clock, people are at work. I didn't really count on anything. So, but when I started to approach the main square in Warsaw, I saw more and more women wearing this kind of, you know, black and having black umbrellas and so on. And I started to feel like you have these streams, little streams, which are creating bigger and bigger river. And then we entered the main square and it was just amazing. In the current climate, visual representations became increasingly important. We are constantly surrounded by Instagram stories and shiny Facebook graphics or even tabloid magazines and banners around cities. It is a natural transition that people seem to be more interested in anything visual, which can also be noticed by looking at contemporary protests. Some scholars suggest the concept of a multi-sensual culture that amalgamates different senses into one experience. 
This concept stipulates that socio-political protests can be seen as multi-sensual events, which would mean that they become a part of popular culture. Therefore, a protest has to be analyzed on a multi-layer ground, where symbols and icons can be decoded. Here I echo the metaphor made by Bartosz Szlosarski that artifacts are like black boxes. After opening, they give us a completely different interpretation and angle to the situation. Let's start our process of decoding and translating with what seems to be the central theme, the color black. What made the protest so black? What is the story behind it? My name is Bartosz Szlosarski. I'm a social researcher and I'm focused on uh, material cultures of uh, social movements, predominantly in uh, street protest arenas. The color black has an underlying funeral symbolism and this is something that is familiar to people from the top floor of a skyscraper in Warsaw to the smallest town and village in Poland. It was very important that in a sense is also a tradition of funerals which are most often uh, Catholic and thus it can be said that it was taking this traditional color from the right wing because it was that we women are protesting but this protest is one great sadness and mourning over the state of our life in Poland. The use of black as a symbol of mourning but also I think symbol of being a badass, in a way. It's like, you know, being a Batman or Batwoman in this case. Black sadness. Ironically, the black protest shows that not everything is black and white. And the day of the protest itself was a demonstration of solidarity. It was a collective action, or more so, as Dr. Elisabetta Korolczuk describes, a connective action, which is based on the use of flexible and easily personalized action frames, which are also well embedded in cultural narratives. And that was also the case in Poland. Black has a symbol of mourning, but it also was a transformation and a change in registers for the symbolic meaning of the color black. And even for social media, campaigns regarding black protests like hashtag that period became cool. And perhaps you wouldn't describe the protest as carnivalesque per se. However, to a certain extent, it did have that carnivalesque element to it. It is said that such protests have the power to attract media attention, educate the public and build a community of activists. Also, while transforming anger into humor, and do not get me wrong, women in 2016 were angry, furious even, but there was so much aforementioned connectivity and creativity that the black protest was also a demonstration of female power. To a huge extent, the use of black helped achieve this connectivity. It is, of course, a color of mourning, anarchy, but it also could be anonymity. And not in the sense that people do not want to be associated with the movement, but more about solidarity and unity. All for one and one for all. In a sense that traditional meaning remained, because the protest disturbed everyday life. So it is a bit of anarchy. And the mourning, the sadness also remained. But the rebellious aspect, being a superhero, 
a layer of coolness, if you wish, was added to the traditional meaning of black. However, symbolic meaning has it to itself that it can be interpreted according to your standing. And that's what happened, because people standing on the other side took over white and tried to hijack the blackness of the black protest. In contrast to this, white marches began to appear, so we began to see the response from the right wing. Uh, the black protest had this morning symbolism and a reference to tradition, especially women burying their husbands and traditionally wearing black for a year. And if they don't, then clearly there's something wrong with them. The right wing wanted to steer the narrative and say that black is dirty, so they started white marches to show we are those who are noble because we don't do abortions because something and something. It was all an attempt to pass away that those who are on the black side are bad and that we are the bright side of power, the good ones, the clean ones. Because just as we have black as a funeral color, we have white as pure color, as a wedding dress for example. It was all playing on mainstream and well-established beliefs known to everybody. That is the other side, and a completely changed narrative of the symbolic meaning of black. But if in that side of the story, black was the color of villains, what weapon did they have? What did they use to fight? An umbrella. The umbrella appeared completely by coincidence and became a symbol of some sort of a sacrifice. Firstly, it was worth paying attention to one thing. When law and justice wants to introduce an act, it does it in a very specific time of the year. In the autumn-winter period, every year for almost four years since law and justice came to power, it was during this period that some sort of uh, exacerbation occurred. Despite the weather, women showed up in great numbers. When it rains, you grab an umbrella, so in this sense it is a trivial meaning of the object. But the combination of events has led to the umbrella being a symbol of sacrifice, perseverance and struggle. Despite the adversities such as weather, we were able to mobilize and speak in a public uh, space. The actor network theory advanced by Bruno Latour is an interesting way to analyze the role of objects and symbols in protests, despite the fact that the theory is mostly used in science. According to it, everything in the social worlds exists in constantly shifting networks of relationships. It advances that it is the connection between human and non-human entities, so-called actants, that matters. That is why objects like the umbrella have to be analysed equally with humans to get the full picture of the situation. The connection between the actors creates a new network, a new meaning. The umbrella on its own is just an umbrella, and we understand it in its basic sense. But when we place it in the network of actants, protest, women, umbrella, we only begin to see this new unique meaning, the perseverance, the fight that this object now symbolizes. This theory is also about connecting and reconnecting the groups. It is about the dynamics of making and remaking them. So in case of this woman umbrella network, was it just the black protest that made it, or was it some other time in the past as well? Uh, so there is this myth about the origin of how Polish women uh, got suffrage. 
uh, it was in uh, 1918, and uh, the Polish the Polish leader he wasn't president by the time, but Piłsudski was really a well recognized person who made those decisions. And there is this myth or story. Or maybe it was true, we don't know, we haven't been there, that he was in his house outside of Warsaw and there was a delegation of Polish women, suffragists basically, feminist activists, who went there and it was really pouring rain and they said like we are not going to leave from here until you will answer our demands. So they used the umbrellas to bang on his door and on his uh, windows and he finally got tired of that and let them in and you know. Um, agreed to have um, votes for women in the first Polish constitution and in the, in the first Polish uh, election. So, so that is the story which is, you know, being told about it. And I think it's a great story because it tells us that our rights are never given to us. It's usually something we have to really fight for. And that's a lesson I think also for women today. There is a connection, you know, between past and present with the umbrellas. And I think that now it's very well entrenched, I would say. So you would have uh, the idea that we will not fold our umbrellas. Uh, If something happens, we will start to fight again. Legends have social and political implications as they create codes of collective identity and they unify the beliefs of social groups. As in the case of the umbrella, they provide grounding and understanding for certain phenomena to occur. Although this legend was not particularly popular among wider Polish society, it certainly helped to create a historical connection to the umbrella, which contributed to embedding the symbol in the movement. Another event that stresses the pivotal role of the umbrella in the protests is the We Are Not Folding Our Umbrellas event that happened on the 26th October 2016, and it was the second after the black protest event run by the all Polish women's strike. During it, hundreds of people with lit torches in their hands created a bright illuminated umbrella in the crowd. This meant to showcase that although the reform did not pass, women remain vigilant and they won't stop guarding their rights. This shows the importance of the umbrella that no longer is used just as a physical object. Now it also migrated to the symbolic sphere and it has this new layer to it. Although the climax of the opposition against strict anti-abortion law reform was a black protest in October, women already began to mobilize in April when the project was first introduced. Campaigns such as send a hanger to Mrs. Prime Minister began to appear and people were getting more and more involved. The hanger, in contrast to the umbrella, did not develop organically. With the coat hanger, it's quite interesting because I think that it has become popularized, taken from the American um, feminist culture. And because abortion in Poland was available during the time when American women were still struggling for access to abortion, and that was the time they, they would use metal hangers to perform illegal abortions, to induce illegal abortions, often with fatal consequences. In Poland in 50s and 60s, abortion was legal and accessible in, you know, public healthcare, which America didn't have even now. So in that sense, um, it was transplanted as a symbol, but it was quite funny because, uh, you know, many women would take not a metal coat hanger, but wooden ones or 
you know, plastic ones, which show that the idea has been transplanted, but it doesn't carry the knowledge of uh, what it really meant for women in the United States in the 50s. So in that sense, it's quite interesting how popular it has become, even though we don't have uh, the same experiences and the same story behind it. When we think about the actor network theory, it could be distinguished that analysis of the Hanger and American feminist movement network would bring different conclusions compared to the analysis of the Hanger and the Polish feminist movement network. The Hanger is a very similar symbol for the feminist movement in America, like the cross is for Christianity. On the one hand, there is suffering and oppression, but on the other, there is liberation and the fact that this cross becomes the central symbol. The suffering is the central symbol, and here it seemed a bit that this hunger is a symbol of further struggle for liberation. Uh, this hunger appeared in black protests as big inspiration from American culture. When I researched the issues of folk methods of terminating pregnancy secretly in very dangerous conditions, which wasn't easy, in Poland, the, the unspoken tradition are yarns and wires. We have a slightly different tradition. So this hunger came to us as a symbol from the outset. Uh, during the actions when the hungers were collected and, for example, were hung outside, the Law and Justice Office showed that people no longer used wire hangers, but only plastic, wooden ones and so on. In this sense, this hunger has come a far away over the past 60 years from such a homemade resistance tool through a, a prop during protest to the symbol of a movement. It seems to me that each time you enter a symbolic element, you have to do the work of translating its meaning. It is never the case that a new visual object needs no explanation, and this translation, to a huge extent, has been done for the uh, hangar. It is quite clear that although the hangar now is also more popular in Poland as a symbol, it does not carry the same connotations. It has been transplanted from a different tradition, and it remains a symbol of pain, struggle for liberation, but nonetheless, the meaning and the importance to the movement is not exactly the same as in America. The coat hanger also exposes the international aspect of the black protest. It shows that symbols can be shared, transplanted and translated, and for that they can be further developed. The Polish black protest was inspired by the 1975 Icelandic women's strike, so it had an international aspect from the outset. When it comes to the Icelandic protest in 1975, it was about differences in earnings and unpaid work of women at home. In this sense, we can say that from this Icelandic protest, only the name women's strike remained, because it did not apply in this context of work and financial issues. Therefore, it can be said that it was a loose inspiration and not a direct translation, which is a natural order of things that certain events from the past are becoming a cultural code that is translated into contemporary events and activities. The Black Protest was a huge contribution to the international movement as it spread across borders. It triggered cooperation between different countries and even between different continents. And that collaboration was to a huge extent done through the migration of symbols.
był to też wkład w międzynarodowy. The cooperation started very early on. There was this moment in 2016 when in many countries the women's movement was on the on the rise. And there has been some contacts and actually it, it was Polish uh, activists from the old Polish women's strike and um, Argentinian activists from uh, New Number who started to collaborate and created this platform uh, for organizing the international women's strike on the 8th of March. Uh, in 2017, it was the first year when it was coordinated on the 8th of March and it was in most countries it took place at the, the most the main demonstration took place at five o'clock and we, we sort of share this kind of sense of collaboration and cooperation of course it's difficult to collaborate on everyday basis first of all because of the um financial constraints <laughs> and also there are issues and traditions in every country which make us more aware of what is going on in our own country in our own context but i think that this collaboration and a sense of connection still exists while recording this podcast i initially asked the question whether these symbols will be reused little did i know that they will reappear in the middle of a pandemic as another law reform restricting abortion was debated and voted upon in the parliament on the 15th april 2020 Of course, in the lockdown conditions, people couldn't march on the streets, but it did not stop them from expressing their dissent. Photos of people dressed in black flooded the social media. Umbrellas were put outside the windows and balconies. People queuing outside the shops held umbrellas in solidarity. The symbols seem now to be entrenched with the movement. They're a major part of the material culture of the protest. They are dynamic and they keep evolving, but their comeback also symbolizes that the struggle continues and the question for the Polish feminist movement seems to be what's next.